Have you dreamed of bigger things for your life? Then you are in the right place. Each week, you will be given tips on how to change your inner dialogue, conquer your goals, and ways to step into a higher version of yourself. I'm your host, Lauren Kubat. I'm a motivational speaker who hosts personal development events. I'm a sought-after fitness instructor, a wife, and a mom of two young boys. I'm obsessed with all things personal development, and I believe anyone can achieve the life they want. Let the Become Your Vision podcast be the inspiration you need to step into greater things. Now let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today I have an interview for you guys. Today we have Taylor Zandy, who is a former college dancer from the University of South Carolina, turned into a mother of one-year-old twin girls, falling in love with the fitness world. She's a newly certified personal trainer looking to specialize in postpartum health and fitness for women. Welcome to the show, Taylor. Thank you. Excited to be here. Yay. Okay. So first and foremost, you are going to be, or were you featured in the oblique magazine? Yes. So I'm going to be in the July edition. So, um, if you've ever read an oblique magazine, um, or seen one, um, pretty much in the back, there is a specific, um, area to which they're going to be focusing on, um, certain movements and things like that. So they, um, select certain fitness, um, I would say personal trainers, anybody that's really big into the fitness world, and they kind of focus on certain areas. Um, so I will be in the back. So I will be doing um, some deadlifts, some back exercises and things like that. So I'm pretty excited to, to be featured for the first time. So it's yeah. fun. that's awesome. Congratulations on that. Thank you. You're welcome. How did you get? Um, how did john find you? Um, so my mom, actually, she's general manager for gold's gym, North Charleston. Um, shout out to my gold's gym people. Um, but so obviously he's done a lot with a lot of the facilities around here. Um, and especially the gold's gym facilities. Mm -hmm. Um, and honestly, uh, Sam, um, Huey, she's, Mm -hmm. um, been one of the cover girls. She's one of our personal trainers at the gym and, um, she recommended me, um, and he has really good a relationship with John. So yeah, just kind of worked out. That's awesome. I (laughs) just interviewed her actually earlier today. I saw that. Yeah. She's awesome. She's incredible actually. So yeah, that's exciting. And her train is awesome. Yep. Yeah. I'm really excited. So that will be in the July edition. I think it's a 4th of July theme. So be on the lookout for that too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So let's talk about your dancing career at university of South Carolina. Like so I grew up dancing. I wasn't in like, I was in dance in, in middle school. I love to dance. So when I saw that, I was like, so cool because we can vibe on that. <laughs> Have you always been a dancer? Um, so it's actually a really funny story. I have always been an athlete, uh, my whole life. So I started off as a year on swimmer, um, and was actually first in state when I was eight years old. And my dad, uh, we had like a small little dance facility next to what was where we went to go get videos, like blockbuster videos. Yeah. Um, and one day I was like, dad, I just want to take a dance class. And so he just signed me up for this random hip hop class. And I jumped in, fell in love with it. And I was like, I don't want to dance anymore. Or I don't want to swim anymore. So here I am an eight year old making big time decisions and switching over to dance and have been really doing it ever since. Um, I still swam a little bit in high school, um, played softball juggle a lot but dance was always the number one in my life so yeah just decided to stick with it so you danced in high school 
Yes. Um, so I was a competitive dancer um, throughout middle high school. And I went to Charleston County School of the Arts too for dance. I was a dance major. So I've always been surrounded by it. So yeah, that's awesome. So what was the audition process like at the university? Did you feel, um, was it grueling? So the thing with um, college dance teams is I know that a lot of people think that dancers aren't athletes, but we very much, I think, are. Um, For sure. I know that some people might disagree, but um, the conditioning, the training, um, you know, it takes a lot. Like we're like flipping on our heads and doing mm. head springs and all these crazy things. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I'm not going to lie. It was intimidating. Mm. Um, you're not just competing and, and hoping for a spot from people that are local. I mean, these people, I mean, I was on team with people that were from California, from New York. I mean, it's crazy. And they, and the Carolina girls, that's, um, the dance team I was on. Um, they actually just won a national championship, uh, for the first time in program history. So, I mean, they are just on the up and up. They're incredible. Um, yeah. yeah, so it was, it was an intense process. You, um, you basically go for a weekend, there's an interview, there's certain rounds where it involves flexibility. Um, you do different styles of dance. There's a palm aspect just because we're on the field at Oh my gosh. So exciting. So you, you, you cut out again a little bit, um, there, we, we were able to get most of it, I think. So we'll see if the internet, um, um, might be my end. Sorry. X up for us. That's okay. That's okay. It happens. This is technology, right? Um, but you, right. I, I think the end you said that was like the best four years of your life. You really enjoyed it, but it was, mm. it was intense for sure. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, I mean, they're, it's crazy. The dance teams that you come across, like the amount of conditioning and working out and it's just, it's, you have to be well-rounded for sure. Yeah. Did you do that for four years? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, was a captain my senior year, um, actually won an MVP award, um, my, uh, senior year, which was awesome. Um, some of the biggest athletes to ever come out of the university of South Carolina got the same thing that I did. So it's pretty cool to be on that caliber and yeah. he thought so, thought of so highly, you know, so that's so um, huge. Yeah. It's, it was awesome for sure. So was it, when you graduated, was it a hard thing to leave behind because you spent so much of your life doing it? That honestly was probably the, um, the hardest transition, you know, not just coming out of college and entering the real world, but you, I feel like people that have played a sport or have had a hobby that they have to basically walk away from mm -hmm. um, because it does, it has a shelf life, unfortunately. Um, you know, it's, it's hard. You define yourself pretty much by that. I mean, when you're 16, 18, 21 years old. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it, it was hard, you know? Um, and then I tried out for the NFL. Um, I tried out for uh, the top cats um, twice. Um, didn't make it either time. So that made it a little bit harder. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, I'm where I'm supposed to be. So yeah. I miss it every day. And of course there's different opportunities to still take class and things like that too. Right. So, um, but yeah, it, it was, it was a pretty tough transition for sure. Yeah. I think it's a pretty badass that you tried out for the NFL too, you know, and you did it twice and, you know, most people wouldn't even, you know, try and then try again. So I feel like that that's pretty cool. Yeah. For, I mean, and that's the thing is like, it's hard. They say that like less than like 1% of people, 
um, can actually go to like the highest level in their hobby. And like, just the thought, like, just try, you know what I mean? Right. Um, right. and if you fail, who cares? At least mm-hmm. you tried. You'll never know if you don't try. For um, sure. and that's always what I try to tell myself for, yeah. I mean, no matter what it is. Yeah. Love that. Did you, uh, when you were a dancer in college, did you feel like the pressure to look a certain way while, uh, you know, I'm sure there were cameras and, you know, people watching you all the time. Did you feel like, and especially when you're a younger, younger woman, I feel like you're going through things hormonally and personally and then the pressure of people, you know, watching you and looking at your body. What was that like? Absolutely. So I think um, there is this level you're at. I mean, um, the Carolina girls is, of course, you you had to hold yourself to a certain standard, right? Because you are not only on camera, you're not only on SEC Network and ESPN and constantly with cameras in your face, but you're in front of the president of the university. You're in front of um, children, like little girls that are looking up to you. And so it was not just like us in in person having to look a certain way, because of course we had to remain in shape, right? Mm. Um, But never once was I asked to like step on a scale or anything like that. It's just more or less you're you're trying to set a standard for people, you know? and these little girls are looking up to you and these major donors who give a lot of money to the university are, are looking at you and you just want to be presentable, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean, there was, there was a certain standard there for sure, but nothing to the, to the point that it was, you know, I would say harsh, I guess, because right. there are a lot of, there are a lot of teams, especially at the higher level that are that way. Um, and I know that nowadays they're trying to get rid of that. Um, and I mean, yeah. you need to be in shape anyway. You're dancing on a football field in a hundred degree <laughs> heat. You know what I mean? So right. you have yeah. to have, you have to have some level of, of it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. It's so cool. Well, you know, I think you had a good, um, you know, perspective on that. And, you know, I think it's, you know, there are pressure in certain teams. There was, um, Heather McWright. She was, um, she, she owns her own online bar business. I had her on on the show. She's also a sponsor of the show, but, um, she was dancing on cruise ships and they made her step on, on the scale. And she was talking about, uh, how that would lead to, you know, um, body image issues and things like that. So it's good to hear that you didn't have to go through any of that. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of times where I've heard from, you know, people who are not necessarily, um, in the same, they weren't on the same dancing with me or anything like that. Right. Hey, before we get back into the show, I want to ask you a question. And that is, are you looking for a convenient, affordable, and most importantly, fun workout that you can do wherever and whenever? Then I need to tell you about Bar Where You Are's on-demand workouts. So my girlfriend and fellow boss babe, Heather McWright, has created an amazing online platform with more than 100 different bar yoga and dance cardio workouts that are available at the touch of your fingertips whether you prefer working out at home you're planning on going on vacation and don't want to stop your fitness routine 
then bar where you are is just what you need. So they have these workouts ranging from 15 minutes to an hour and they literally have everything that you need. And lucky for you, Become Your Vision listeners are getting access to 10% off your first month. All you have to do is head to bar where you are, sc.com slash online workouts. Click subscribe now and enter promo code become your vision for 10% off your first month. I will leave that in the show notes and I promise you, you won't regret it. So what led you to personal training? So I'm going to try to make this somewhat brief, but, um, so I, I had twins. Um, I suffered from severe postpartum depression, mm. um, was diagnosed with my, by my OB pretty quickly. Um, and was actually pushed by my mom. Um, pretty harsh actually, but, um, just because uh, to be frank, I was found in my closet and falls on the floor, sobbing, crying, shaking, not wanting to be a mom. I mean, I think that side note, I think that we don't talk about that enough. Mm-hmm. Um, as women, I think that, um, we are scared to talk about these issues. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that we need to start having those conversations, um, and being open and honest with, with that. Um, and so, yeah, I, I, I had really, really, really bad postpartum depression. Um, and eventually, um, I started walking with my mom every day. I mean, we were in the middle of a pandemic, so it was everything just to get some fresh air outside, you know, Mm -hmm. so gyms, gyms weren't open. Um, I still haven't been cleared yet. I had gained close to 85, 90 pounds. Um, yeah, it was crazy. Um, And of course, you know, as women, as we step on a scale and we see that number go up and up and up and up, I mean, even if we are pregnant, we're just, I mean, you know, it's scary. Yeah. Um, and so I was walking, I was working on my fitness. Um, and eventually I moved back to Charleston, um, just for, to be closer to family and, you know, to have that support and help. And I started working for my mom at the gym and was doing front desk work. And I started working with my trainer, Chris, and I just saw how much it was inspiring people to no matter what it was, whether it was a mom who had just gotten, you know, back from COVID and had been trapped inside doing homeschool or somebody Mm -hmm. that had just had a baby or, you know, whatever it was. Um, and you know, I was working really hard. I was grinding it out. I was going in the gym five to seven days a week, was working with my trainer, was trying to eat really healthy. And was just like, you know, this is awesome. Like I'm inspiring people to Mm -hmm. kind of persevere. And because if I can do it, I can gain 85 pounds and lose it. Um, yeah. anybody really can, you know, so, um, I just wanted to help people. I wanted to be more involved. I wanted to, cause I mean, I fell in love with it. I fell in love with the fitness world. I fell in love with our members. I fell in love with just the idea of, of doing that for people. And even if it's just to like help them mentally, mm-hmm. um, get a workout in like that would mean everything to me. So, um, I just wanted to be in the trenches with these people, you know, and just kind of walk them through that. So, Right. And, and you are absolutely right that we don't talk about postpartum depression a lot. Um, I know a lot of women are ashamed, um, you know, to admit that 
you know, there are parts, you know, maybe that you don't want to be a mom or you think you don't want to be mom, you know, when you have your baby and then you can be grateful and all those things, your hormones are so messed up things that you wouldn't usually think you're thinking. Uh, and then you're feeling terrible about yourself. And then on top of all that, you were dealing with, with, uh, you know, COVID. So, how long were you suffering? So, um, I had my, um, I had my twins, uh, March 12th. Um, I did not get help, um, until probably two or three months later. Mm. Um, I was one of, I was one of those people that you were just talking about that, you know, was ashamed of it. Um, Mm -hmm. and it is, I mean, your hormones are all over the place. I mean, you, you got to think like we had just, put life into the world and our bodies were all out of whack. And, mm-hmm. you know, here I was having these awful, awful thoughts. Like, I don't want to be a mom. I don't, I don't think I can do this. I'm not going to be good at this. Um, and finally, just with a really big realization from my family, I, I talked to my OB on the phone for a really long time. And it was just one of those things where we were like, yeah, let's get you some help. And, you know, yeah basically like counseling really, but, um, yeah, it was, it was a good solid two to three months. And, um, I wish I would have, I would have done it sooner, you know? Um, but, um, I got a hold of it and that's all that matters. I feel like a lot of women, like you said, are are too ashamed to, to really ever seek help for it. Mm -hmm. Um, and they shouldn't be, but on top of, on top of my OB and, and being diagnosed, I mean, fitness and working out and just, being a part of that has helped me and saved me so much. So I, I, I can't say that enough for anybody that might be going through that. Just find something mm-hmm. that gets you moving and, and working and it'll help you so much mentally. Right. So much. And I think your story can definitely help a lot of women, you know, going through it or, you know, being able to bond over, you know, similar experiences, especially as a personal trainer, you meet um, moms oftentimes and they come in and, you know, they're, they're um, not confident in their skin. They are yeah, embarrassed. They put their, their selves on the back burner for so long and, when they have another woman that has been through it, they're like, they can let their guard down and be like, okay, I'm in good hands. And, you know, you, you gain 85 to 90 pounds. Um, what you have a small frame. How tall are you? Five, 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 five. Yeah. And, um, you know, being an athlete your entire life, that was probably hard, hard to see, but you were also, carrying twins. So Mm -hmm. you have, you have all this, you're a small little thing. And then you're trying to carry all this extra weight and all this movement in your body. And, and then your first pregnancy is twins. So you don't really know anything else. Right. (laughs) So it's like in shock. So what was your pregnancy pregnancy itself? Like, was it um, hard the entire time or what was that like? Yes. Um, my pregnancy was, I don't want to say it was awful, but it was awful. Um, I, it was like, I found out I was pregnant one day and the next day I had every symptom under the book. Um, I was sick every single morning. Um, I knew that when my feet hit the floor, I was going straight to the toilet. I was nauseous, Mm. heartburn. Um, and that was for 34 weeks, pretty much straight. Yeah. Um, and I mean, before I even found out I had twins, I was like, how in the world do people do this? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then it's like, 
you can't even take 20 steps without feeling winded. And it was, it was intense. Um, very, very intense. Um, and on top of that, just gaining all that weight and having all this extra, just your body's hurting and you can't sleep. And, um, but it's hard yeah, to get was, off the was, couch. It's hard to turn over. It's hard to walk, yeah. you know, and all you all want is that. toaster strudels. Like that's the only thing you crave. <laughs> it's like... Right. You're not craving, you know, chicken and salad or whatever. No, never craving. Yeah. You want the carbs and the bread and the pizza and the, you know, oh, all the good stuff. so bad. Yeah. So bad. Um, so you, you're back to your pre-pregnancy, um, body. How did mm-hmm. that happen? Um, so like I said, I, um, so I came into gold's gym. I was always, I don't want to call it a cardio queen, but I was a cardio queen, um, mm-hmm. getting on the treadmill every single day. Um, never was really big into weightlifting. Um, I did CrossFit for a year in college, um, just because we were required to for dance team. Um, so I, I, I lifted back then, but, um, I think I was one of these women that, um, you go into the gym and you go straight to the treadmill because that's where you're supposed to be, you know? Um, and that's the other thing is Chris actually really taught me that in order to get to where you want to be and burn more, burn more fat and lean out, you, you have to do weights too. You have to hit Mm -hmm. and you have to do that sort of training. You have to shock your system. Um, and, and that's another thing that I want to help these women do is to basically, it's okay to go back to the weights. It's okay Mm -hmm. to pick up a barbell. It's okay to pick up a kettlebell, like, and go back there with these, these men that are lifting, you know, 400 plus pounds, like you do you, like Mm -hmm. you, you focus on yourself and you get back there and you grind, who cares? Like, don't look at the other person next to you. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think that kind of getting out of that mindset of, oh, I just need to go to the treadmill. I just need to get on the, the, rower that's in the cardio area, because that's only what I can do. Or no, I I've learned that going back there and and picking up weights and also doing my hit training and boxing, like just doing different things, um, Mm -hmm. to kind of transition in and out has really helped. But, um, yeah, Chris, Chris helped me a tremendous amount. Um, and not saying you need a personal trainer by any means in order to start, but I was just very fortunate to meet him along the way. But I will say like, don't to any woman that might be listening to this, don't be scared to go back to the weights. Like, Mm -hmm. just do it. Mm -hmm. Like, just do it. Just do Um, it. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. I think oftentimes women are so intimidated by the way. So intimidated. They're worried that people are looking at them. They're worried about uh, whether they're doing it correctly. But the thing is at the end of the day, if you don't experiment, you're never going to get better. Uh, just like you said, cardio queen, I think a lot of women tend to be that way, myself included. Um, and then personal training will help you classes, taking classes, strength training classes will help you and being prepared before you go to the gym. Like, okay, you know, I'm going to watch a video, a YouTube video on a couple exercises, or I'm going to watch Instagram or something and going in with a plan and then experimenting with that. So you're not going into the weight room and you're like, okay, well, what do I do now? Some bicep curls, you know, that's like the only one that, you know, we go to generally. So having a plan there, but once you get past that, it's like, yeah, who cares? Who cares? Be in your own zone, you know, and you're going to be better off for it. And having goals too. I mean, even if you, if let's just say like your goal is to, you eventually want to do 
two pull-ups. Okay, great. Try for one. If you fail, like find an assisted way to get there. Um, you know, just, just experiment, like you said, um, and really branching out, I feel like, and it can help boost your confidence. So, so much more than you realize too. So Mm -hmm. for sure. Couldn't agree more. Now you were sick, your pregnancy. Did you, were there times where you were able to work out or no? No, not at all. Um, I mean, I, it was awful. Um, I, I would try and walk every now and again, but it was just, I, I gained weight so quickly. Mm. Um, I was more in pain than anything. Um, so no, I, I didn't exercise. Now I will say any pregnant woman try to exercise, but you know, keep moving, but, um, no, I, I didn't, I couldn't. (laughs) Well, my awful. Yeah. Some (laughs) women are just, uh, have that. My two, uh, sister-in-laws were, um, extremely sick with their pregnancies. So it's like, it's not something you can control. And, you know, for those that don't get sick, very fortunate, but, um, don't beat yourself up. If you, you physically can't, your body is going through, you know, so many changes. So what would you recommend to women who are pregnant or want to get pregnant? And are there specific exercises that they should try or maybe stay away from? Um, so, this is actually an interesting question because, um, you know, we have had some pregnant women that come into the gym. Um, I would say mainly keep focus of your heart rate. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you are somebody that likes to do cardio and, and let's just say you were a long distance runner or you were a sprinter, maybe try something else, maybe try getting on the stairmaster and, and not doing such high intensity work, but keep it moving. Um, maybe doing smaller, like pulse exercises, um, maybe doing some leg lifts, maybe doing some just regular lunges, things that are going to work up your heart rate, but not to the point where you feel like you're going to explode, you know, um, just keep an eye on that, whether it's with your Fitbit or your Apple watch. Um, but definitely because you have a little human inside of you, Mm -hmm. just pay attention to it. Um, and then as far as, um, as far as weights, you know, obviously pick up a dumbbell, um, Mm -hmm. maybe do lighter weight if you need to, um, assisted things, um, hip thrusts, things like that, that are more low impact, but Mm. obviously can keep you moving, um, is what I, is what I would recommend as far as that goes. Right. Love that for women who want to start exercising after kids, when do you recommend them do so? And what kind of things would you recommend if they want to get, you know, feeling good in their skin again? So, the very first thing I'm going to say is just start, just Mm. walk in the door, Mm. whatever you look like. Um, And then, and then from there, just kind of work your way up. You have to take baby steps. Um, I think that I'm somebody who always likes to like jump and I jump in immediately and want to start right where I, I left off and Mm. and you can't do that. Um, Work your way back up. Obviously I wasn't as strong as I was, uh, you know, pre, um, but now I just worked my way back up to that. Um, you just gotta, you just gotta have that mindset. It's all a mindset. And then you have to be consistent. Mm. Um, and then as far as, um, when to start, obviously it's more of like your doctor's discretion. Um, I was allowed to start doing low impact after I think six weeks, but I think it just depends on the way you deliver, how your, how smooth your pregnancy went. Um, and then your delivery also, because I had a C-section. So, mm. um, I was also recovering from surgery. So, right. Um, right. 
but yeah, I would just say, just, just start. Just it doesn't matter start. where, just go for it. And then, and find somebody, if you have to find a gym buddy to go with you, do it, mm-hmm. do what's going to make you comfortable, but just make sure that you stay consistent and something that's going to hold you accountable. Find something you love to do. Like you said, whether it's a class or whether it's just going at the same time as somebody and talking to them while you walk on the treadmill mm-hmm. and then go to lift weights, like just find something that's going to keep you motivated. Um, yeah. and I think changing it up too. So that way you don't get burnt out. Right. And it's crucial that you have time for yourself as absolutely as, as moms. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, it's vital. It's good for them. It's good for you. Um, yeah, it's a win, 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 you know, <laughs> million wins. Absolutely. Uh, okay. So absolutely. your t- twins are now one. What does your, your personal workout routine look like? Yeah. So, um, I, so I do hit training, um, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and then Tuesdays and Thursdays are, are weight training. Um, so hit training, it's anything we actually have at the gym. They're called board challenges. So basically, um, people in our gym, anybody can come do them. Um, one of our trainers sets them up on a board. So basically he lists out a bunch of different exercises, whether it's, um, a quarter of a mile, whether it's rowing, uh, a hundred meters or jump roping 200 times. And he puts tick marks underneath it. And as a team, we have to collectively get rid of all the tick marks. Mm. Um, so that's one specific way that I do it. Um, sometimes I will sprint on the treadmill. Sometimes I'll get on the Stairmaster. Um, I love to box. Um, so I, I do like, like I said, I try to change it up so that way I don't get super burnt out with that type of thing. Um, and then we also have like our hit classes at the gym. And I actually just took this class last night. It's called pound. Have you ever mm-hmm. heard of it? It's yeah. with the drumsticks. Uh-huh. Yeah, I tried it last night. It was a, it was a heck of a workout. <laughs> it, it really is. was. Have you done it? I've done it. Yeah. So for listeners, they're like, what is pound? So you have these um, drumsticks and you do these like riffs, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there's a sequence here. So you like you tap twice or whatever the choreo is for that, but yes. And then your arms are hurting. And then depending on what the instructor's taste in music is like, it could be rock or there could be, you know, pop stuff with the drums in it or whatever, but yeah, it, it, it is fun. It's definitely different, um, but it's fun. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, like I said, just try different classes too. Like I said, yeah. you, I actually enjoyed it. I'm not going to lie. I was walking in and I was like, I don't know how this is going to go, right. but I mean, yeah. just to change it up. Um, and then, like I said, um, Tuesdays and Thursdays are, are typically my, my heavy lifting days. So, um, I'll do back usually on Tuesdays or my legs on Tuesdays and then arms and upper body and things like that. So. Interesting. Yeah. I love that. I love to get different um, point of view of routines and things because everybody follows something different. And I think listeners enjoy hearing that what what people like you do. So uh, when it comes to fitness, what do you want to instill in your little girls? So it's actually funny. So my girls actually go to um, the gym with me every day. So mm-hmm. they hang out with me at, um, while I work. And then I, it's really funny. They, they love wagon rides. They love being outside. Um, and so my mom will, will pull them around the wagon while I'm working out and they just look at me while I'm working out and they're like, wow, I want to do that too. I want to do that too. But, um, I've always said, you know, I've wanted my kids to be active no matter what it was. I think that we live in a generation now where, um, 
kids are just kind of handed an iPad and told mm-hmm. to go in a corner and that's that. Um, but I always want my kids to be moving. I want them to find something that they love. Um, so obviously if it's a sport, great. If it's dance, great gymnastics, I don't care what it is, but, mm-hmm. um, I think just, you know, I've always wanted to be somebody for my little girls. I've wanted to be somebody that they can look up to. Um, that was my number one goal always. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want them to look at me and be like, you know what, like mommy did that. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to, mm-hmm. you know, be this awesome woman who, who stays fit, but also eats the cake. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. has balance, um, and lives and is just happy and mentally healthy. Um, mm-hmm. I think that that's the most important thing. So, yeah, I'm not saying they have to, you know, wake up at 5am and go, you know, run 14 miles, but I'd love for them to just be active, go right. outside, climb, climb a tree, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yes. just get off you know the couch. I mean? Right. Yeah, please. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Yes, for sure. And some kids just have it naturally in their bones and other, you know, other kids you have to push Gotta give them a little push. push. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like sure. I'm going outside and usually they want to follow you. So if you're active, generally they're going to want to be active too Absolutely. because they see, they see like that. Um, has, has your approach with fitness changed after kids in any way? Um, it's, I will say this, it used to be that I had to do it right. Mm -hmm. Um, because of, of dance team and things like that, I didn't really have a choice, but I mean, now, you know, let's just say I didn't want to work out today. I don't necessarily have to, but it's become a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's what you kind of have to look at it as it's, it's like brushing your teeth. It's Mm -hmm. like taking a shower. Um, so yeah, it's definitely changed for me mentally. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I'm obviously already there, but, um, I think that just approaching it that way, um, mm-hmm. it, it has, I mean, it's, it's my life. Um, yeah. and just, like I said, everything is a mindset. Mm-hmm. So if you look at it as more of just like something that you need to do every day and then, then do it, you don't have to necessarily go to a gym, but just go for a walking walk or, outside. Yeah. Just yeah. be careful because it's really hot out. Yeah, <laughs> you know? so early in the morning or in the evening, <laughs> if you're in the Charleston area, right? Hot, hotter than I don't know, just hot. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. Are you? Where are you from? I'm from here. Yes, I'm from James Island. Okay. And where did you live when you were away from family? Uh, I was in Columbia. Okay. So I in stayed in Columbia. Mm-hmm. I worked yeah. for the university for um for about two years. Okay. Okay. Think, so yep. that's it's still in South Carolina. I don't even, what is it? West of here? Yes. <laughs> like, or no, North, North, North. I don't know. North, I'm North yeah, somewhere. North. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's somewhere in South Carolina. Geography is not my strong suit. Um, Me either. <laughs> <laughs> we were like, it's in Wait, South Carolina. West. Yeah. <laughs> Two of us together. Uh, do you follow a specific diet listeners if they're, you know, whether depending on when they're at in their fitness journey, it's a very curious question. You know, they want to know what specifically you eat, especially beginners. They're trying to find their way. What, what does your diet look like? Um, yeah. So to be honest with you, I've been one of these crazy people that's tried everything under the sun. Um, and I think that with diet, you have to find something that you, that is going to work for you in the long run. I think that there are a lot of things out there that are great, but they are quick fixes. And then you go back to eating normal and it's just, you gain all the weight back or you, you know, 
whatever it may be. But for me, intermittent fasting has been incredible. Um, so for those that don't know intermittent fasting, so, um, you basically eat what my trainer suggests is you do two large meals, um, within, uh, a certain time span. So let's just say I start eating at 11 and I have until seven to, to eat. And then after that, I have to, to fast until the next 11 o'clock time period. Um, but we have an incredible, um, protein shake place next to the gym, um, vibe nutrition. They're awesome. Um, so I do a lot of protein shakes through them. Um, sometimes with my own protein, sometimes with, uh, what they have. So I think they have weight casein and then the Herbalife stuff. Um, but then, um, it's everything from eggs to salads to chicken to, I mean, it's just, it's a matter of just like whatever you have in your kitchen, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I'm also somebody that like loves sweets. So I'm all about lifestyle. Yeah. It's all about balance. It's all about the 70 and the 30. That's the way I look at it. So mm -hmm. 70% yeah. of the time, be good. 30% of the time, like drink your wine on the weekends, eat your cake, like do you, yeah. I mean, I just, I believe in that. I mean, some people are super strict. I'm personally not because I like to have a life, yeah, <laughs> but I, I've tried and I've tried vegan. I've tried the vegan thing too. I just can't do it. Yeah. And you, but don't, I know it works you don't for a lot of people. You try, right? It's Absolutely. Like you have to figure it's a journey. You, you have Absolutely. to figure out what, what works for you. And, you know, certain things might work for you for a period of time. And then you're like, okay, I got to switch it up. And, you know, you, you go through things. It doesn't mean you're failing. It doesn't mean anything no. like that. It's just, you change, you evolve. That's what humans do. You, you know, you try the next thing. Yeah. I and, completely ag agree with you. So, yeah. Where can people find you? What, where, what's your Instagram handle? If they're in the Charleston area, you you're at gold's gym in North Charleston. Yes. Gold's gym, North Charleston. We're off Ashley phosphate road. Um, yeah. So come see us. Obviously we have uh, an incredible gym facility. Um, we're very, very family oriented. So you'll notice everybody talks to everybody and we're just we goof around with one another, but we're also, we work hard and we play hard. Right. So, mm -hmm. um, we're incredible over there. Um, and then, um, yes, yeah, so like I said, I'm a newly personal, I'm a new certified personal trainer. Um, so I am currently in the training process with our, uh, lead personal trainer, um, and we'll hopefully be starting soon. So, um, be on the lookouts and then I'm going to hopefully get a, a Instagram, kind of roll in with just some of the workouts that I do. I, like I said, I want to focus mainly with, with postpartum moms, but really open to anybody. Um, just want to kind of help people, you know, so, mm -hmm. um, be on the lookout for all those things, but they're coming soon. I promise. Okay. So where can people find you now? What's your IG handle? Uh, Tazan 12, T A Y Z A N one, two. Awesome. And I will leave that in the show notes. Thank you so much for being here, Taylor. And thank you for Absolutely. being transparent on your, on your journey. And I hope at least one person can connect with your story and, you know, not feel so alone because there's nothing to be ashamed of. No, not at all. So just keep grinding and, and all of you moms out there, just stick with it. You got it. You can do it. We just, we're all in this together. So we need to lift each other up and, and get through it. So love that. Love that. If you guys <laughs> love the show, make sure to screenshot uh, the podcast and tag us, uh, Taylor and myself, and I'll leave our information in the show notes. 
If you can leave a review telling us what you loved about that episode, that'd be incredibly helpful. And remember you guys, you got this. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, make sure you are subscribed so you know when more episodes come available. My goal is to inspire others to become their vision and one way to get the word out is with reviews. I would really appreciate it if you left an honest review on iTunes and it would mean so much to me. Thanks again and remember to go after the life you want. Bye guys. Bye.